You're listening to the Choose to Be podcast with host Alana Gordon and Amy Wolsey. As you join us each week, we will provide you with tools, resources, and knowledge to help you navigate your healing journey. Choose recovery, choose healing, choose you. Welcome to the Choose to Be podcast. Thank you for joining our conversation today. So today's episode is going to be a little bit of a piggyback off of last week's when we talked about the trauma responses and how to process through those. Today, we're going to talk more about a particular part that might show up when we're um, working through our healing journey, and that's the bodyguard. And this bodyguard can show up differently for each of us. And when we really start to get to know this part and even personify it, it can be really a helpful tool to help the awareness piece. We talk a lot about how we need to be aware of how we're showing up and what's happening inside. And and this bodyguard can really play a significant role in our healing. I love talking about the bodyguard. I really do. Because when working with individuals who've been through trauma, they all have bodyguards who usually are really good at their job. These bodyguards are able to show up and put their foot down when things are not right. In internal family systems, they use the word protectors, these protectors that show up. And what we talked about last week about the trauma brain and how the trauma brain is trying to protect itself. We have parts of us that really want to show up and help and protect. So the triggers are there to protect us, to help. I love looking at our brain or ourself as we have our, our whole complete self, who we are, that internal knowing us, but there's all these other parts that like to show up and help. And when, when we start this life, we start with just that internal sense and knowing and who we are. But as we go through hard, difficult things, life experiences, these different parts start showing up in attempts to help us and protect us through these different life experiences. And so it becomes, it's almost like the analogy is, is if you're driving a middle school bus, a middle school bus is loud and everybody is different and everybody has their opinion. And so you have this bus full of all of these different parts. And we ideally want you, your internal knowing yourself driving the bus, but When different things happen, these parts that feel like they know better want to show up and take over and drive the bus. So this bodyguard that senses danger that is there to show up and protect you, when it senses danger, it wants to push you out of the driver's seat and it wants to jump in and says, I got it. Let me drive the bus. I'm going to keep things. I got it for now. And I don't know about you, but when we have middle schoolers driving a bus, Um, that sounds like it could be problematic. And so with these parts, we actually don't want to get rid of them. We don't want to kick them off the bus and make them sit on the side of the road because they actually showed up for a reason. Their intent is to help. We want to be able to learn to recognize what they're trying to say and how they're trying to help, but we want to maintain driving the bus. So the bodyguard, because it becomes such a huge part of us and a huge part of healing from trauma and a huge part of wanting to keep us safe as we go through something traumatic, 
I really like slowing down and highlighting the body part because I feel like the more we can get to know this part of us, the more empowered we will be to not let the bodyguard run the show. So I think maybe we start with how the bodyguard can look or can show up. Well, sure. And I'll just go ahead and throw myself under the bus, so to speak, haha, <laughs> using your analogy, because right before we started, I asked you, I was like, well, how do you see my bodyguard show up? And just, what did you say? Amy sent me a Marco Polo the other day, right after she had finished a workshop on abuse. And so her bodyguard of wanting to protect those women was on high alert. And so I said to her, I said, you talk really fast and really intensely, and this is the way it's going to be. And this is what we're going to do. And it's very matter of fact. And (laughs) so I can definitely see at certain times when your bodyguard shows up. And then Alana, of course, being trained and Alana (laughs) shows up the same trained Alana as my friend. And she gives me a couple of days before she responds. (laughs) (laughs) I do. And the reason I do that is because I know like I could jump on and talk to the bodyguard, but if I was going to, the only thing I'd be doing is validating the heck out of the bodyguard because the bodyguard is showing up for a reason. And if I show up to that bodyguard and I say, Amy, knock it off, all that's going to do is make that bodyguard even more intense and even more anchored down, which is why I think this is so important that we learn about our bodyguards, because so often we're doing this to ourselves, or people are doing this to us of settle down. You're fine. Knock it off. And the bodyguard if you're not listening to this part, if you're not validating it, if you're not recognizing that it is showing up for a legitimate reason, it's only going to anchor down and get louder and stronger. And when you're working on healing, especially if we're trying to move towards the relationship and be relational with our partner as they do their work, keyword, key phrase, then we really do need to make sure that we're aware of this because it can keep us from being relational, right? Oh yeah. I was talking to a men's group the other day and the the bodyguard came up and basically why does my wife do, I don't remember what the question was, but we got talking about the bodyguard and, and I said to the groups, as we talked about it, I said, look, if a woman comes in my office and she gets really triggered and that happens and that triggering comes at me, if I try to push back against her or tell her she's wrong, That bodyguard, like any bodyguard, if someone shows up and I pull out my weapons, that bodyguard is going to pull out its weapons. And now it's like game on. We're now attacking each other. That is the worst thing I could do. The best thing I can do for her sitting on my couch is I can validate all of her experiences. That bodyguard who's saying, you need to hear this and you need to hear this. If I slow down and hear it and go, yeah, of course you feel that way. That makes sense because of this, when that bodyguard feels adequately heard, it goes, and it can take that breath and then it can move aside because it goes, okay, I was heard. Okay. You can get this now. And what I see so many men do is the wife gets triggered. Therefore they get defensive, which to them looks like he's pulling out his swords. Bodyguards got it up it even more. Now we're just against each other. So I try to teach men of, you got to become best friends with her bodyguard. 
and you women yourself, you got to become best friends with your bodyguard. We got to see the bodyguard as being there as a friend who's trying to help. And yes, maybe sometimes the way it's trying to help is maladaptive, but it is showing up for a reason. And when we can validate that, we can work so much better with it. Yeah. I keep having this thought of what would it be like to, because I haven't had my body guard personified. What would it be like to do that on air? Like so that people could actually watch how that works and you do that with me. We, we can definitely try it. Usually I give long periods of quiet, which we can't do on air, but if you're willing to do like a mini faster version, absolutely. Okay. So I'm going to do this with Amy. And as I do this with Amy, you listeners, if you're in a place, if you're driving, do not do this, (laughs) but if you're in a place where you can for a minute, just sit down and spend some time and think about this and go here in your own mind. Let's do that. And just a quick disclaimer, what Amy and I are doing on air is a tool that we use for coaching. This is not therapy. This is not full IFS, internal family systems, or official parts work. This is just playing with some questions around personifying and looking at your bodyguard and seeing if you can make it feel a little more close to you, a little more real something that you can understand a little bit better because again, part of that understanding this part means that we can better make space for it and become friends with it. Okay, Amy, if you feel safe and if you're comfortable, I want you just to close your eyes and we're going to take just a few deep breaths. So we're going to breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. And as we're looking at these parts of you, we are looking at these parts because they're there to help you. So we're looking at parts who really want to take care of Amy. And this bodyguard part may or may not want to be seen today. And we're not going to force her to do anything because that part for you She shows up only when she wants to show up, but I will tell you that part of you is a strong woman that I have a whole lot of respect for. And that part of you has done a really good job of keeping you safe and helping you get through some really hard things up till today. So that's the part that I want to look at. So for a minute, close your eyes. And as you think about this, I want you to think of a time where you really felt the need to protect, whether it was to protect you or to protect another person. And as you think about this time, I want you to think about this part of you that shows up. And if we could picture her as a person What do you think she would look like? Maybe we'll just start with how old do you see her? She is actually in her twenties. Okay. So she's in her twenties and what is she wearing? 
He is wearing a very tight fitted, maybe it's leather, like very, yeah, maybe it's very tight leather bodysuit, like mm -hmm. fully covering her entire body. Covering her head? No. What does her hair look like? It is red. So interesting. It's red with blonde streaks and it's like fire as it just, it's like flowing like fire. If you had a fan blowing on it, it's like that. Mm -hmm. Is she wearing any type of makeup? No. Is she holding anything? Yeah. She's holding like a, I don't know what they call it. Like martial arts, but it's like a long, like stick weapon thing. Mm -hmm. Actually, she has something around her eyes, almost like a, like she's like a superhero. Oh yeah. Mm, you're resonating with that. Yeah. What feeling embodies her? Power. Mm. She have anything in her other hand? No. So as you're looking at her with her bodysuit and holding that long weapon and she empowers power, she's got her red hair with the blonde highlights, the mask over her eyes, superpower or superhero. As you're looking at all of this and you're watching her, what feelings do you have towards her? She's a total badass. Tell me more about that. She's not afraid. Mm. She's fearless. Yeah. And she has this weapon in one hand that's ready to do something, but this other hand is free because it's ready for anything. Tell me more about what you're feeling as you're looking at her. Does it admires her? But also feel sorry for her because she's so tired. She's so tired of always being the strong one. Yeah. Is there anything she wants you to know? That's all that's coming to my mind. Say that one more time. <laughs> but I need a vacation. That's so funny. That's all that's coming to my mind. Okay, so let's stay with that tired. <laughs> Let's stay with the tired. And I felt that we needed to stay with the tired and I didn't listen to that. She's so strong and she's so tired. And so you feel sorry for her. Tell me more about that. She's been working so hard, so vigilant, so attentive. So she's so good at her job, but she's so tired. Exhausting. Sounds like maybe she needs a message from you instead of you needing a message from her. <laughs> what is she needing? What is this part needing from you? Oh my gosh, you know what? She <laughs> just needs me to say thank you. Mm. She needs recognition for how hard she's working. Got me through a lot of stuff. 
He needs to know that. So he needs to maybe put the weapon down for now. Is, is it okay <laughs> for her to put the weapon down? Yeah, you can put it down for now. Yeah. How does she feel about putting it down? Good. In fact, I just saw her like put it down and then just stand there with her hands folded, like in front of her, like she's just guarding, but she's not fighting. Mm. Is she okay to continue in her role of protecting? Yeah, she still wants to, but it's not as intense. Her hair's not flowing right now. Just like you would see it just, yeah, like a guard just standing by a door, just feet her kind of shoulder width apart and her hands are just there. She actually doesn't have her mask on right now, which is interesting because I feel like that mask represented something along the lines of she doesn't quite want people to see something about her. But anyways, that's gone. But she's guarding. Mm-hmm. Maybe not seeing the exhaustion. Yeah, no, she's not tired. Like an at ease. Is there anything before we let her go take that break? Anything she wants you to know? Put my belt. If I need her, she'll be there. I just winked at her. <laughs> so when you're ready, no rush. Take a few more deep breaths. Thank her for coming. Thank her for letting you make space for that part. Thank you. Just a couple deep cleansing breaths. So here's the thing I love so much about what you just did is we never know what the part is going to look like or what that part needs or what we need from that part. And all you did is you let go and you made space. What was that like for you? feeling like, seriously, I feel, first of all, I feel a lot more clarity, which is so awesome that I can finally have a visual makes it a little bit more tangible. I feel like now when I'm noticing something, I can visualize her and that feels like it will help. You know, I love that part. It it needed thanked and recognized, which how many times on the air have you said (laughs) uh, when you get triggered to just thank your body, but that was a part, like we had to thank that part. We had to make space. We don't have to, but we got to make space for that part and let that part of us specifically be recognized and how healing that can be. So I'm making some big time connections here. You know, I am in therapy and this protector part has not come up. It will not show up in, in my work. And that's where that mask came for whatever reason, this part's been hiding in therapy (laughs) and she doesn't do, she doesn't personify this when I, when I do my work with her. So that's why this has been really helpful because I now have a visual and just that little bit of work that we did. We were really curious to see if she's a little bit more ready to come up and talk in therapy. Yeah. What Amy and I just did I'm not doing therapy with Amy on the air. I'm just doing guided imagery. That's what we just did. And you can do guided imagery with yourself. Mm-hmm. I, I knew one guy had a friend 
And he thought it was super fun. He was doing this in therapy, but he was drawing out all of his different parts. And so he had a part for the addict. He had a part for, oh, I forget, close your little people's ears if you um, have them around, but he had a part that he called it his douchebag part where the guy who just showed up as a jerk to the world and didn't care about anybody. He had the nice guy part who wanted to be really uh, liked by everybody and seen by everybody. He had, I can't remember all of his parts, different client had anxiety. So we really personified his anxiety. And so just recognizing for you, these different parts and get to know them like we just did. It is powerful. I do this with my clients and it, it does really work. I just never had anyone do it for me. I could do it myself. It's more fun to have you do it. <laughs> So if you've listened to this and have heard all this, that means Amy was brave enough to let this go on the air. Massive kudos and vulnerability to you, Amy, because that really puts yourself out there. But I mean, what a beautiful gift you've just given our listeners, because I can't tell you how many times I had wished that I could see what other people were doing so I could understand what it could look like. And so you just, you gave everybody a gift. And I just, if I could leave you with anything, it's that this, these parts really are here to help you. These parts that show up really do love you and want to take care of you. Even like the anxiety part, that's trying to protect you and help you. Depression is actually trying to help you and protect you. These parts are trying to help and when we can see them for that, instead of making them the villain, they're going to be a lot more likely to feel heard and to be able to not have to be so loud. It, so if you're listening to this and you're like, this is woo therapy, coaching, new age, wackadoodle stuff. I hear you because if you've never heard this kind of stuff before, it does seem a little weird. Like parts of me, there are people inside of me. What? I do think Disney's Inside Out helped with that because that just made it a little more tangible, a little more easy to swallow, but try it. Because when you can let go of how it should, it is really amazing what the brain and body will allow you to sort through and discover. Any final thoughts from you, Amy? I just want to thank you for trusting the process. And hopefully this does help someone because it does, it does work. I think I'm still reeling off of it. <laughs> <laughs> My brain's just, it's pretty awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you for your vulnerability. Thank you for our listeners for being with us today. As always send in your questions, send in topics. We love that. We love interacting with you. We also just know if you're here listening today, you've been through some hard stuff in your life. And I just validate the warrior within you because you being here listening shows you were committed to healing and you are learning and growing. And it's so hard to see it in the middle of it. Sometimes when you're in it, you can feel like I have been at this for months and I can't see any progress. And that is so normal, but keep going with it. It's like going to the gym. You can go and you can go and you can go and you can just feel like you're not seeing any difference, but that consistency healing happens. So again, thank you for being with us. Thank you for 
being part of our conversation today, and we will see you all next week. If you need help finding the right coach for you, then visit our website, chooserecoveryservices.com and check out our amazing team who are here to help you choose your path in recovery. Each of our coaches have experienced their own healing and recovery work, so you are not alone. Choose recovery, choose healing, choose you. Take care, everybody.